This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Dr. Oz to the rescue. He used a defibrillator to save a man's life at the airport. He jumped off the floor as he was shot. Then, Ban of Brothers. Obviously, I cannot cover it because... He is my brother. The shocking photo of New York's embattled Governor Cuomo at a wedding as this woman comes forward to insist the governor did nothing inappropriate. There's too much sausage in that picture. And not on our block. The neighbors who sat in lawn chairs to protect the new family who just moved in from this. Then she says she dated Woody Allen when she was just 16. Dear Christina, I recall our times together fondly. What she's saying about the new HBO documentary. Can a 16-year-old girl really have a consensual relationship with a 41-year-old man? Plus, the Meghan and Harry Oprah interview. The big blowback. I bet you the royals are furious. And Alec Baldwin baby mystery. They just welcomed baby number six. Six months after giving birth to her last baby. Plus, the personal treasure found in a thrift store. The 30-year mystery solved. It's amazing. It's, it's hilarious. It's, it's weird. It's odd. And I got it. I got it. I ain't got it. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The world knows Dr. Oz from his television show, but he is first and foremost a doctor. And Dr. Oz was in the right place at the right time when a man at the airport collapsed and hit the floor with no pulse. It happened in baggage claim. And fortunately for the man, Dr. Oz was nearby collecting his luggage. TV's Dr. Oz is being called a hero today for saving the life of a man who had a near-fatal heart attack at Newark Airport in New Jersey. We need to do CPR, so I started compressing on his chest. Thankfully, the Port Authority police were there. Uh, I had one gentleman take over for the chest because I needed to get an airway. I needed to make sure air was moving into his lungs. Les Trent is at the airport. The man collapsed at the baggage claim here at the airport's Terminal A. Witnesses say he had no pulse and wasn't breathing. But as luck would have it, Dr. Oz, one of the most famous heart surgeons in America, just happened to be a few feet away. This dramatic photo was taken just moments after the man collapsed and cops moved in. I just kept pushing air into his lungs until he began to revive. By then, the EMS thankfully had come. Uh, we were able to get him on a stretcher. And I learned that he'd had heart surgery over the past couple of years. Dr. Oz was with his wife, Lisa, and daughter, Arabella, after flying in from Florida, where he was celebrating his granddaughter's birthday. The unidentified man is in intensive care, but it looks like he's going to be okay. And I've been talking to them today. Uh, so far, he's getting, you know, getting checked by everybody, but 
He's in an ICU. He's still, for that reason, obviously, by definition, in critical condition. But uh, it's uh, a far cry from where he was yesterday. Dr. Oz says the chance of surviving an out-of-hospital heart attack is roughly one in five. That's why he recommends everyone take a CPR course so that they, too, can help in an emergency. Other news today, there are now three women accusing New York Governor Andrew Cuomo of inappropriate behavior. The story is national news, but the governor's brother, CNN anchor Chris Cuomo, won't be covering it. But he did cover his brother during the COVID pandemic. And as Stephen Fabian reports, that's now got the younger Cuomo under fire, too. CNN's Chris Cuomo won't cover one of the hottest stories of the day, his brother's growing sex scandal. I'm aware of what's going on with my brother. And obviously, I cannot cover it because he is my brother. Cuomo's vow to steer clear of of the story comes as a third woman steps forward to accuse Governor Andrew Cuomo of inappropriate behavior. 33-year-old Anna Ruck says he grabbed her by the face and asked, can I kiss you? The moment was actually caught on cell phone camera by another guest at a wedding in September 2019. Cuomo was officiating at the wedding. Ruck was a guest. The wedding took place here at the restaurant Toro in New York's trendy meatpacking district, although now it's closed. Anna Ruck says Governor Cuomo first put his hand on her back while she was wearing a backless dress. She says she shoved his hand away, but apparently he didn't get the message and took her face in his hands. She says when he leaned in to kiss her, she turned away and he ended up kissing her on the cheek. Her reaction, she told the New York Post, was gross. What the blank? Ruck's accusations follow those made by Lindsey Boylan and Charlotte Bennett, two former Cuomo staffers who both say Cuomo made unwanted advances. Cuomo has apologized for what he says was playful banter, misinterpreted as an unwanted flirtation. Now another woman caught up in the Cuomo drama is coming forward, but to defend the embattled governor. TV reporter Beth Cephalou was covering the New York State Fair in 2016 when she encountered Cuomo. Cuomo was seated next to his daughter, Michaela. He invited the young reporter to join them and eat an oversized sausage sandwich. There's too much sausage in that picture. The video is going viral, with some calling the banter sexually suggestive. But the reporter says, in her opinion, nothing inappropriate was said. I then and even now don't feel that it was inappropriate or that he was trying to be inappropriate. I don't feel like I was being harassed. Governor Cuomo says he will cooperate with the sexual harassment investigation being led by the state attorney general's office. Was a California family harassed for months because they're Asian? We've told you about crimes against Asian Americans being on the rise. And in some parts of the country, there's been a triple digit increase. Well, these neighbors decided to take action. Here's Jim Murray. The video is disturbing. One incident after another, as punks come up to a house outside San Clemente, California, to harass an Asian American family that has just moved in. Now 50 neighbors are banding together to say enough is enough, not on our block. They're bringing their lawn chairs and taking turns standing guard to stop the family's torment. I think you can see from the crowd here that uh, we're not going to stand for this. The family says the harassment is upsetting. Here, someone shines a light to blind the ring camera. It's not just door knocks. Someone left a pornographic picture at the home. Others reportedly hurl racial epithets. 
Attorney Jeffrey Katz represents the parents of one youngster. They've severely punished their son. They've brought him over to the Chinese family for an apology. Just to make sure their message gets out, many of the concerned neighbors have put up signs like this that say hate has no home here. Their campaign comes amid a rash of attacks on Asian Americans across the nation. In New York, this woman was brutally thrown to the ground. So was this 91-year-old man in Oakland, California. Actress Olivia Munn, whose mother is of Chinese descent, recently spoke to Inside Edition about the growing problem. Our people are living in fear of walking outside of their doors right now. Now these residents are taking a stand to help a neighbor in need from a bunch of knuckleheads who should know better. Police were called to that family's home seven times over the last few months because of disturbances. It was one year ago that only one person in this country, a nursing home resident in Washington state, had died of COVID. Just one case of the virus had been reported in New York state. And now the doctor who diagnosed that first case is speaking out. Here's Amber Cagliano. A year ago, Dr. Angela Chen diagnosed the very first case of COVID-19 in New York City. That was really the event that broke the dam, if you will, of everything that was to come. The emergency room physician at Mount Sinai Hospital says she'll never forget the fateful day when COVID came to the city. With each question that they answered as we got their medical history, I kind of had this sinking feeling that this might be the first case that we have in New York. And it was scary. Patient Zero was a 39-year-old healthcare worker who had just returned from Iran. She recovered, but on that day in 2020, no one could have imagined just how rapidly the deadly virus would spread or how completely all of our lives would change. One concern Dr. Chen had was whether her PPE would protect her from bringing the virus home to her husband and year-old son. I was worried that if I didn't put on my PPE correctly, it could potentially fail me and expose me and the rest of the people who I would come in contact with. Dr. Chen sent her son away to stay with grandparents in New Jersey. For four months, she saw him only through windows. What milestones did you miss? You know, he, he took his first steps. He started talking and I was able to at least see that on, on video, but it does hurt a little bit that I wasn't able to be there in person. By the end of the month, there were 30,000 cases in New York City alone. The city had become the epicenter of the pandemic in America. Now, a year after that first diagnosis, Dr. Chen is still working on the front lines. Back then, we couldn't quite grasp what it would mean, but there were alarm bells going off that this is here and bigger than anyone could have imagined. And despite warnings from health officials, the governor of Texas just announced that as of next Wednesday, all businesses will be allowed to open 100 percent and the mandate to wear masks in public areas will be lifted. Those same restrictions will be lifted tomorrow in the state of Mississippi. Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan's interview with Oprah Winfrey doesn't air until next Sunday, but it is already causing a huge ruckus. The couple is not only being criticized for doing the interview, but also its timing. It's probably just a taste of what's to come once the sit-down is actually seen by the world. The controversy is mounting over Meghan and Harry's tell-all with Oprah. There's been a very dramatic response from the British press in response to this interview, and I think it's largely because they seem to be on the receiving end of the majority of the vitriol. They know they're going to get it in the ear from Harry and Meghan. 
There's a growing call for the interview to be postponed. That's because Harry's 99-year-old grandfather, Prince Philip, is gravely ill. How can Harry go ahead with TV broadcast when Philip's so sick, Blair's the Daily Mail. Maybe just cancel your interview. I bet you the royals are furious. We're learning that Meghan will be asked whether she believes racial bias played a factor in her treatment by the Brits, an issue TV personality Piers Morgan tried to swat away. As I've discussed many times, I never saw that in the mainstream media aimed at Meghan Markle. She may have read it on social media. And while much attention is being paid to Meghan's silk dress, check out what Harry's wearing. It's a gray J. Crew suit paired with brown shoes. Well, he must like the look a lot because he wore it when the couple introduced little Archie to the world during a tour of Sussex and when the couple visited Morocco. The suit retails for about 650 bucks. But what they're wearing will take a back seat to what they're saying. Meantime, the new HBO documentary, Allen vs. Pharaoh, has put sex abuse allegations against Woody Allen back in the headlines. And this woman has a unique insight. She tells Lisa Guerrero that she dated the director when she was just 16 years old. Christina Engelhart was just 16 years old when she met Woody Allen at a New York restaurant. He wouldn't stop staring at me. That was the beginning of what she says was an eight-year sexual relationship with Allen. He was 41, and their 25-year age gap didn't seem to be a problem for the famed movie director. Can a 16-year-old girl really have a consensual relationship with a 41-year-old man? No. Christina believes she was the inspiration for the 1979 hit Manhattan, the story of a middle-aged man who begins a relationship with a 17-year-old high school student played by a young Marielle Hemingway. She's got homework. I'm dating a girl who does homework. How did you react when you first saw the film? I cried because I, well, I thought, wow, you know, he won't help me in my acting career. He doesn't do anything for me, but boy, I'm, I'm great subject matter. Christina says the relationship started coming apart when he began dating Mia Farrow, the star of Rosemary's Baby. Did he ever introduce you to Mia Farrow? Well, the first two years, no. And then one day he said, I want you to meet someone very special. Now he's Oh, okay, who am I going to meet? And then he goes, I want you to meet my girlfriend. I'm like, girlfriend? Yet from time to time, they stayed in contact, as with this Dear Christina letter. I hope you're happy and well. I recall our times together fondly. That's she has shared her story in the new HBO documentary, Alan vs. Farrow, which chronicles Alan's history of relationships with younger women, as well as allegations that he molested Mia's daughter, Dylan, when she was a child, claims Alan has consistently denied. Dylan Farrow accuses Woody Allen of molesting her as a child. Do you believe Dylan? Yes, I do. Today, Christina lives in Los Angeles and is starting a podcast with her daughters, ready to close this chapter in her life. More than anything, I don't think I have a wor- anything to say to him, but my heart goes out to Mia and to Dylan. Thus far, HBO has aired two episodes of the four-part series, Alan versus Pharaoh. And on a very different note, it was a new refrigerator that a family had waited for for months. Then this happened. 
All is well as two guys deliver a new refrigerator to a home in Ohio. The delivery truck shows up and unloads the high-end $4,500 fridge. So far, so good. Up the driveway it goes, the sparkling appliance on a handcart. But it's so heavy, the delivery man has to give it a rest. You just know what happens next. His buddy is in disbelief. The poor guy lifts the fridge to see how bad the damage is. The answer, real bad. According to the homeowner, the two delivery guys claimed the fridge had been damaged by the manufacturer. But the home surveillance camera told a very different story. Fortunately, the family had not gotten rid of the old refrigerator, but the wait continues for that new one. Back with more after this. Next, the personal treasure found in a thrift store. The 30-year mystery solved. It's amazing. It's, it's hilarious. It's, it's weird. It's odd. And Alec Baldwin baby mystery. They just welcomed baby number six, six months after giving birth to her last baby. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. It's a mystery. Who's the vacationing college student seen in a long-lost video bought at a thrift store? This treasure hunter regularly searches thrift stores looking for a find. At a shop in Valley Stream, New York, David Gudenmacher came across this videotape, and he knew he just had to buy it. Here it is. Images from 30 years ago of a college-age student on an African safari with his family. It was a mystery. Who was the young student? There was one important clue. A swim team shirt from Wesleyan University. David posted the video on his TikTok account, Museum of Lost Memories, and one of his followers went into detective mode. She contacted every Wesleyan University and college she could find and reached out to their swimming departments to try to make a connection. Sure enough, jackpot. Here is that student today. His name is Jano Marcus. Now 54, he's a financial consultant and dad of two living in Maryland. I knew people wouldn't believe that it was me because, you know, I'm this. You know. <laughs> compared to the long-haired boy I used to be. Back in 1990, Jano was celebrating his 23rd birthday in Kenya with his family. He hasn't seen the video in all those decades. That was the beginning of a long uh, road for me, and uh, it's just a, a young, um, unburdened, uh, very light and playful kind of guy. Yep, Jano still has that Wesleyan swim shirt. And get this, he even made his own funny TikTok video reenacting some of the scenes out of Africa with his wife. It's amazing. It's, it's hilarious. It's, it's weird. And it's odd. And it's uh, fun. So how did that video end up for sale? It was accidentally taken to the thrift shop with some other things. When we come back, why Alec Baldwin's new family picture is raising some eyebrows. It's baby number six for the Baldwins. Hilaria Baldwin today is sharing a new photo of her mystery baby, and she's also revealing the infant's name. We are so in love with our daughter, Lucia. Just like your brothers and sisters, you are a dream come true. People were shocked when Hilaria posted a photo of her five children plus a newborn yesterday and gave no explanation. Remember, she just gave birth to her latest baby, Eduardo, six months ago. So considering the laws of nature, that means she most likely had a baby by surrogate or she adopted. 
If it was a surrogate, just say that. If the baby was adopted, just say that. If the baby was the product of an affair, just say that. On social media, Alec Baldwin slapped back. You should shut the blank up and mind your own business. When we come back, a proposal high in the sky. Finally today, love is in the air, literally. They've just jumped out of a plane. There they go. Surprise, he's biting down on a ring with his teeth. Will you marry me? What's her answer? She said yes! Woo! Congratulations, and we'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.